listeners, I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. And we, we've added arts and crafts and drama and music. And it's expanded. The show is expanded. Definitely. It's, we're diverse. We're diverse. It is. We're di- a diverse community Everything. now. Well, that's what Santa Barbara's about. Leadership. That's it. You know, the arts. It all, music, it's all... What, all what we need, and no, and who best to represent it than Michelle Myring, pal, pal's in the house. That's pal, pal, and you must be crazy busy too. We are crazy busy. You know, we just had the haunted house over the weekend. Yes, um, always a huge success, and the kids they gear up to scare me. That's it. Like, I, get, I, I get escorted by armed officers because I, I just want to bring it, bring it. Okay, yeah, you want to try to scare me? Look what I got. I know. Well, they wait all year. With me. Yeah. It's the one time where they can scare me, like legitimately, and I don't like haunted houses. Uh, so They did a great, I, we go every year, you know that, and yes. they did a great job i'm so proud of them. i i think la- i love last year but i think this year's was better oh yeah they blew it out of the park yeah absolutely really so nice. yep now we're gearing up for our holiday dinner and getting those families and i know talk about um, that so we we provide a holiday meal to about 200 low-income family members and we work with the aok after school program pal um, notre dame has some families this year and we we provide them with a holiday dinner. The officers come and serve. The chief of police is there. My board members are there. We have El Pastorio tacos, the best best street tacos in Santa Barbara. Um, and they get gifts. So we, I just received about um, 150 referrals from the school district. So I'm putting those all in, kids of all ages, kids who this probably will be their only Christmas. Um, some of these families will save their gifts until Christmas, but we want them to feel loved by their community. And so Santa comes and How can we crafts. help? I know, you know what? Last year, I think you guys, and I know Terry Cooper sponsored a family and you can adopt a family and you can go to the PAL website. I will have all that information up by the end of the week. Um, to adopt a family, to provide the gifts, and we, we give you their ages, their needs, their wants. This year we're trying to partner with um, another corporation to, in, in addition to just providing a gift, to give it, to providing a sweatshirt or jacket, because so many kids, when we interviewed them last year, said, I, I need a jacket. And we're like, well, what do you want? No, I, I get cold, I need a jacket. And so this year we want to be able to give them that jacket, but also give them that gift that they're so deserving of. So, but sponsorships to help provide the meal, the arts and crafts, but it is such a magic. It's, it's my Christmas. Mm-hmm. My, my girls are grown and they're off doing with their younger siblings or with their boyfriends. So this is my Christmas with, you know, 150 of my adopted right. kids. You know, the United Boys and Girls Club has been like, I've been a part of it since the 80s, coached there for 27 years. And what we do, Teen Sports Radio, we have the gift wrapping there, and I bring in the Santa, uh, Teen Sports Radio, and the candy and all that. And it is the most 
humble experience ever when you're watching Santa. Jimmy Dayton, shout out to Jimmy Dayton. We love you. And Vicky, and he brings his elves and everything. When the when the child sits on Santa's lap, and he asks, so what do you want? I mean, the first time he did it three years ago, I mean, he's crying, okay? A pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. okay? A pair of shoes, yep. a pair of pants. Um, and then a lot of the kids do, my, my mom needs a job. I mean, it's yeah. just completely different. I mean, the first year I did it, I, I just, I walked, I walked out of the building. I couldn't even, mm-hmm. it's just, it's you, it's so humbling. You know, to see, and these kids are so, now listen, they're not, they're loved, they're happy, they don't know, I'm, I'm Mickey Mouse, I'm Minnie Mouse, it's just like, whatever that they wanted, one year Michael Baker, I mean, kudos to him, everybody got a bicycle. Yes, so, we've done that. Yeah, just like too. so. Yeah, that's that to me. And then going to the Westmont thing um, that they have the little celebration thing um, every year. Those that's really I'm good. Yeah, between those two, I'm good. And I think I brought Pablito on last year, Anthony, when um, Officer Burley came as Father Christmas, and he's asking him, "So, what's your Christmas wish? What do you want?" And Anthony looked and said, I want to give gifts to the homeless. Yeah, I remember that. And so I remember that. we picked him. He was picked up, right. and he wore a Santa, and he went out, and we, we collected gifts to for him to present to the homeless. And Officer Burley worked um, with that demographic, so he knew which which people to approach on the street. Then he took him to McConnell's for ice cream, and afterwards... He said, so what do you think you're going to get for Christmas? He goes, oh, probably nothing. I, my mom couldn't afford anything last year. But his only wish was to give. Em, what do you have to say to all that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry. Prostitution. <laughs> oh, that is, that is so amazing. That is such a beautiful, I'm so excited to go. That's what I was saying. I was yeah. like, I'm so excited to go. Because really, that's what the spirit of the holiday is about. You know, I never, I always, when the holidays come up, I always cringe because of the whole commercialism of everything. And this, to me, is what the spirit of the holiday is really about. So I'm excited to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready well, to put it on my calendar. You. We're your volunteer. Right. We do arts and crafts. You can get them singing. We'll you do can. the ukuleles. Yes. We'll do a little yes. sing-along. The, and I love, I love the holiday songs, too. They always, that was something I connected with my father when I was little, and I have those memories, and I think there's something about coming together with music, so I'm happy to lead a sing-along. You're hired for free. <laughs> yeah! Bring your ukulele. <laughs> you know, it's interesting about this time, because we kind of are no longer an agricultural society. We've lost what these holidays were all about. Yes. I mean, in olden times, this time, Halloween and so forth, it was the beginning of the cold period. You brought in the harvest, and you were literally enjoying your older relatives who may not make it through the winter. Mm. There's so much about community and celebration and um, being happy about the harvest that you got, being uh, good with your reserves to make sure you make it through the winter. This was a really important time for our society. Yeah, I was, I, and I was reading through why these AOK um, supervisors were recommending these families, and so much of it was they they're struggling, but they're such good, and they would just benefit from seeing the love from the community, mm-hmm. like just, and that's what it's more about is them feeling like they are loved and recognized. Mm-hmm. Exactly, we all want to be seen and validated, Absolutely. and that's what they're asking for. That's Absolutely. the magic. Yep. Yeah. Come on, Ed. <laughs> Come on, Ed. Ed. Ed to this love. Not feeling any love over there, Ed. 
So, so tell everybody again where this is going to be held at. Well, the the dinner itself will be held on December twelfth at at the Cabrillo Rec Center. But you can, if you want to be a part and donate, uh, we have limited space there. But if you want to come help with arts and crafts and singing, um, you can contact Judith at at Santa Barbara Pal. Um, she's you can go to www.sbpal.org or call 805-962-5560 to see how you can help, either donating, doing a, a, a gift drive. We have one company in town, Axia, who every year does a they sponsor a ton of families. Um, and it's so fun because then we pick them up from them and, and they feel like they're they're able to contribute. Um, gift cards. Our teenagers often don't need gifts, but gift cards um, is great. Movie gift cards, Starbucks, anything like that. Um, that's how you can get, really get involved and help. Fantastic. So, would it be possible to donate food and stuff like that or do you guys make all of your own food? So we have the taco truck. But we, if you, um, so that, or not the taco truck, but the taco restaurant that, that supplies everything, but we do cookie decorating. So if you want to be like the cookie decorating sponsor and be like, I'm going to go buy the sugar you know cookies. Sam in fifth grade won the cookie decorating contest. <laughs> right, Sam? You yeah. put baseballs yeah. on everything. <laughs> baseballs and gloves. You either got a baseball cookie or a glove cookie. Awesome. Am yeah. I right, Sammy? Yeah. That's right. Because yep. Santa Barbara High School, you got to represent. You got to represent. Right? That's it. I make a motion that Sam decorate the cookie. <laughs> All those in favor of Sam doing the cookie decorating, say aye. Aye. We, we do need a responsible person right. helping the young kids at that table. Mentor. A mentor. A baseball player mentor. When does, when does this take place again? December 12th. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be there. That's right. And your mom's also, in the back looking at me, and I'm like, you're cookie decorating too. I'm putting down her. We have the Halloween party coming up. Well, we right, just had the ha- we just had the haunted house, um, and that was fantastic. Yeah, you missed it. You weren't there. You missed it. It was great. I, yes. I was there. But it was fabulous. So next year you'll have outstanding. To come. But okay. Yeah, our teens are busy. Hey, Sam, real quick, you've got a guest in the house after break. Who did you bring? I brought Logan Stevenson. Yay. Okay, and I also have some surprise guests, too, from another country, France. Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. If you want to check us out, we have a nice website. Thank you, Claudia Moreau. Put your hands together. We're on Facebook, of course, YouTube. And Dominique, where else can you find us? Um, gosh, I think we're Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and... Tuesday night. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you missed us at 9 a.m., you can catch us at 11 p.m. Also, Sunday at 6 p.m. and Monday at 3 a.m. Fantastic. We're all over the place, basically. That's it. You just put... You type in Teen Sports Radio and it just... It just pops right out um we before we get to our guests and then of course we have two segments from two of our co-hosts um ed langlow and emily yurchison i did it this got good it. time i got that name okay <laughs> I, I usually it take, only took three months i, right? know, I usually <laughs> take the name 
I spelt it the way I want to say it. You're chasin. See, the way you spell it is wrong. Chasin. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. So I follow the the spelling, and it's just I I crack. I set myself up for failure. So now well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> That's good because I, I. But what I want to do is because um, we have Halloween in a couple of days here. From now, I don't even know what days today is, but Halloween is here. Or if we pass it or whatever, I'm kind of out there today. No, I'm drinking. I'm drinking this yukabucha. What is it? Kam- yeah, I had this. Have you ever had this? Oh, it really jacks you up. <laughs> Seriously. It has trace alcohol. No, I never had. I, it, I have alcohol in it. It has trace alcohol. I can't drink alcohol. Uh, I, I'm on 9,648 days. Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't drink. I just can't do. I can't it's do drinking. Fermented. No, I can't do drinking. Um, okay, so now I lost my train of thought. I'm just reading the label now. I'm hyper focusing on the label. Nutritional facts. There's a lot of calories in here. It's just tanks. Weight Watchers per serving. Okay, that's not good. I'm gonna turn the label. Okay, Dominique, let's talk about Halloween. Okay, because you know it's not my favorite, but it's your favorite. <laughs> okay, just real quick, the celebration of Halloween has to do with celebrating the darkest time of the year. It's the darkest time of the year before we enter into December and the winter solstice, which is the return of the light. So essentially, we have our sun moving south and south and south, and we have less and less light during the day and more and more dark Mm -hmm. and we need that contrast so this time of the year it's a celebration of the contrast because in the darkest night the light of one candle is so bright so we can celebrate this time of the year as being really important and we also celebrate when people think about the dark Frequently, they think about people who have passed on. So mm-hmm. a lot of cultures have a tradition during this time of year of celebrating the ancestors. Mm-hmm. And uh, exactly, we have the Day of the Dead. We yeah. have All Saints Day. We have yeah. many different wonderful traditions where we celebrate our community. And it, it nice. seems like Halloween is a way to celebrate the shadow side of ourselves, right? You get to dress in that dark, you know, the blood on your face and the, all that. But that's really that's really welcoming the shadow part of ourselves. And so that's that's a way to do that as well, right? Yeah, I tanked my Halloween on my son's fourth Halloween because I scared him when I was hiding behind the tree. And he's never not, not reminded me of it. So now I don't I don't I don't like Halloween anymore. So that's really what happened. I went just because one boo. I mean, no, no, I mean that was the end of it. So I don't dress now and I don't really care about Halloween because you know, he just brought there's not a Halloween that could be yeah, that's when you made me afraid of the dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mommy I, issues. I found the best t-shirt online the other day, and it was a really colorful t-shirt, and it says, this... I'm dressed up as a human today. I'm really a unicorn. I was like, that's <laughs> what I need. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. That's yeah. Okay, how's everybody celebrating Hall- Halloween this year? Are people going trick-or-treating? I'm driving to Arizona. <laughs> Sam, um, go- introduce yourself. I'm Sam, and yeah. I'm going to a party for Halloween. Nice. Ed, what are you doing? Not what I used to do. When, when, when I was a kid, we switch. You turned it off. No worries. Somehow you turned the no on, on the, the top. On the top. Slide it out. There you go. There's a switch. There you go. Goes forward. Thank you. All right. Let's try this again. There you go. No. What What I was just thinking about is when I was a kid. We used to go out by ourselves, six, seven years old. We'd take our bag and our costumes and just go all through San Roque, up and down the street. Nobody ever worried about anything going wrong or anybody getting kidnapped or 
now today it's so much different. You see the, all the kids that are out trick-or-treating have their parents with them to keep an eye on them. And by 9 o'clock, their streets are bare again. The kids are all gone back into the house. It just, it's too bad that things, I hope things loosen up here in the future because when I was a kid, Halloween was a big deal. I mean, you'd go out and candy, you'd get so much candy in your bag, you'd bring it home, drop it off, get another bag, go back out again. <laughs> that was my youngest son. And sometimes I'd change my outfit and yeah. go back to the same house. As exactly. <laughs> Switch outfits. I remember yeah. getting exactly. caught doing that. Well, yeah, haven't yeah. you been here before? No, no, no. I that was my twin brother. That was my, yeah. that was my brother. That was my twin brother. Fantastic. What are you going to do, Em? I'm going to a party. Are you? I've got a costume. I'm going to a party. Oh, yeah. Talk about that costume. Oh, yeah. My costume, Lady Luck. I am <laughs> so loving my Lady Luck costume. Got $100 bills on the skirt. Got the little rabbits thing. I'm just going out there. I'm going to have a good time. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to be, I, knowing Dominique, we're going to be giving out candy, and then Dominique tells her little stories. Healthy, healthy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be great. Let's, let's get to our first guest. Everybody put your hands together. We've got, I'll let you introduce Sam. Sam's Logan. He goes to La Colina. He's in eighth grade. Woo! Bigger, bigger clap, Lina. bigger clap. So, um, how long have you been playing baseball for? Mm-hmm. Since I was a, uh, since I was four years old. Oh, there you go. That's nice. Um, what made you want to play baseball in the first place? Like growing up, what was kind of your passion to play baseball? Watching the players on TV. And then, what position do you play right now? Shortstop. Ooh. Do you have a high school that you're planning on going to next year? Bishop and Marcos. Oh, Rose. I didn't know why that came out. <laughs> San Marcos, that's awesome. Yeah. So, who's your favorite prof- uh, professional baseball player? Mm. Mike Trout. Ooh, that's a nice pick. Okay, so you got so you're neighbors, right? Across the street, yeah. do you live real close? Yeah. Okay, does he play catch with you? You see, he's going to. Uh, okay, I'm just saying. Now you're you're so on the seat right now. You are so hot on the seat. You don't you don't go over and play a little ball with him. Maybe a big brother, big sister. Yeah, here's it's a big chance national to be a organization. Now. <laughs> you know? uh, especially the way you hit really? the ball. Get back over there. Logan, get the mic. Can you hit the ball? Yes. You got that? I can see it in your eyes. Did you ever see him hit the ball? Yeah. Yeah, some, right? Some nights when I'm going out to go drive to my friend's house or something, I'll hear him hitting balls in his side yard and I stuff. I like it. So. You need to take him up to the cage. I will. Okay. Uh, you need somebody to help put the ball on the tee so you can hit it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, you, listen, you got to start from the bottom, okay? You be smiley about that. You go get those balls for him. It's, he doesn't pick them up very fast. <laughs> you know, he says, oh, I just hit for an hour. How many? Three buckets? Four buckets? Oh, a bucket. Well, you ain't getting them fast enough. <laughs> you need to go more buckets. All right, excellent. You know, um, I'm just saying that right now, but, like, we're in need of a co-host, you know, to represent especially baseball and or any other sport you're going to participate in so keep that in your hat okay you don't have to do it like right now but think about it you know you however you map the world spirits gods angels whatever you know <laughs> pokemon i don't care but just ask whoever because this is fun right we do a lot we raise a lot of money this is what we like to do we do we like to support the community and help everybody so think about it all right thank you very much you want to say well, Dominic, yeah, sorry. Well, cool. Real quick, do you want to give a shout out to any of your teammates? Yeah, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Go right. Coach. Yeah, coach. I give a shout out to Ari Rabinowitz. Okay. 
Yeah, that's all you know. More people. <laughs> all the other people are gonna be sad that you didn't say their name. How about your grandparents? Grandma Joanne and Grandpa Lee. Oh, nice. Oh, somebody's gonna be weeping right now. He said my name. <laughs> I know. I remember when my, you know, my son especially because he gets to talk about me and everybody. Oh, what are you about your mama? Oh God, here it comes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your mother. She's here. Um, so what kind of mom do you have? A good mom? Okay, mom? Great mom? A great mom? Great mom! Wow! Yeah. What 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 do you think makes your mom so great for you? Uh, what is great about her? She always helps me with schoolwork and everything else, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could I could feel her energy. She's nice. definitely yeah. like a role model. I bet you. I wouldn't have. I would be. Uh, Sam, describe your neighbor better than me. I don't really. <laughs> well, I'm just I going was, energetically. I was about to say that I grew up with Logan, kinda, but I was always. I've always been a little older than him, obviously. Um, <laughs> and you so always I will like be, Sam. I, I could kind of see like the way that he interacted with his mom, like more than he could at the time, and like how they interact. And I just always thought that like Debbie was a really good mom to him, and that. Oh she was, wow! Like, You're going to Blenders too. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Especially like she just take me in and like having like double Christmas at their house and stuff like that. Wow, wow, wow. All right, let's take a break and grab some tissues. Right. <laughs> Erica Salda, Logan, you're welcome back anytime. We'll be back with more messages after these messages and more messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. You know, before Logan and Mother Debbie was leaving, um, she broke out and understood the song that we're trying to sing here in this community. And that's like raising awareness uh, and community and especially serving and helping any and all nonprofits. And she had brought something out. So I love it already. Anything to do with the challenges, because Red is a <laughs> my f- good friend of mine. So. Oh, you know Retta Slay. Very okay. well. Great. Well, Retta just came and spoke to our group of Boys Team Charity a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we've been supporting Retta for about a year and a half now, I'd say. And Logan has often gone out with some of his Boys Team Charity friends, including Ari Rabinowitz. And uh, uh, so when Challengers Baseball has their season, which is spring, it can be a real conflict with your baseball, but somehow we still make it happen and get out there. And this time of year, they do what is called um, Halloween Monster Ball, and they're doing it with the UCSB team. And um, in fact, it, it's probably, I'm not sure the date, but we That's can look, we'll it look it up, up. You, you, uh, in, yes. uh, in terms of the it's, date of your show. It might yes. be right before or right mm-hmm. after it. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. And um, so that gives them an alternative to do for their dis- uh, developmentally disabled population, other than just trick-or-treating and mm-hmm. getting all that candy in us to go out there and do something really active and fun and do it with somebody like the UCSB baseball team out. What's better than that? And um, anyhow, all year long, uh, uh, Red is putting together different programs and so that's love just Rena. one of them yeah yeah we she's actually one of the uh we sponsor her nonprofit here on the show and that's what we super. try to do yeah super, super. um thank you all right yeah Bye-bye. thank you um you know speaking of uh challenge and halloween that is about upon us um if anybody sees and i just picked this up i posted it up on facebook if anybody sees a blue uh, candy bucket. Just be aware that is sponsored by the um, autism, autism 
you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, if you see an adult yes. with, you know, a blue, like they used to be orange, mm-hmm. right? But if you see one that's blue, just be really yes. um, understanding and like, don't say, oh, what do you got that blue one for? It's supposed to be orange. I mean, you don't want to do it. Just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just be like extra loving. So, yeah, I just want to. Right. And they, they may not say trick or treat. They exactly. may not even come close to the door. Exactly. Um, they probably will not look you in the eye. Right. But, um, and then I read, you know, why people are bashing, you know, older kids who are out trick-or-treating. You know, if they're out trick-or-treating and they're being respectful and fun, let them do it. Right. You know, because they grow up so fast. I mean, Sam, if you want to come trick-or-treating at my house, (laughs) I mean, you have to be in a costume. Actually, I won't be there, but I'm just saying. It's, It's true. Somehow we, you know, they're out enjoying what's left of their childhood but yeah the blue that's that's big and and i like that they're doing that great for for them nice so can 40 year olds get away with that (laughs) yes (laughs) she's wearing a money she's wearing a money dress show me the money (laughs) that's what she walks at every door and they pin it on her show me the money you know like I'm not going to say it. Okay. Don't say it. I'll say it on break. Okay. Okay. Before we go to break, though, I want to get, we have somebody here from France. Put your hands together. Jeremy Froloni. Did I do that? Yes, Froloni. Froloni. I love it. Okay. So actually, Jeremy was invited by uh, Namita, who couldn't make it today. Co-host Namita with Namita's Cuisine. Anybody like some fine Indian food? You have to call Namita. Okay. Very good. Yes. Very good, right? Well, you live there. You're lucky. Yes. I live in some in uh, Nimita House, so nice. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's so my host mother, and Aww. she's very nice. good. You're here for how long? For five months. Nice. Okay, yeah. in that five months, you have a unique job. What do you do exactly? I'm a mobility consultant in France, so my work is to to work for the public transportation company in France. So I do the marketing, the communication, mm-hmm. and the coaching. To uh, I create created a new um, new coaching for the bus driver to reduce the accidents. So and because uh, in Santa Barbara the last last week there there were there were a um, very tragic accident. Yes. So and I did a coaching for the bus driver. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! On the public transportation company, so it's a new innovation, and I hope uh, a, a tragic accident will once uh, will be uh, evitated, like in Santa Barbara. Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, um, Santa Barbara could use your help as far as public transportation and how to get around. And like, what would you? Could you give a couple of pointers of where you think that this city could? What direction we could go into? Uh, sorry for the public transportation. About the yeah. public transportation like what we could do to improve our public oh, yes, transportation. I, yes, uh, I have different solution to improve the public transportation in Santa Barbara, because uh, according to me, the public transportation in the USA are inadequate. <laughs> so, yes. and it's the case of Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. So, in the USA, all of the life it's built it's built around the car. Uh, if I compare uh, to own your car, it's cheaper here than in Europe. Uh, and there isn't environmental restriction to use a car. Uh, mm-hmm. You look uh, who takes the bus uh, in Santa Barbara. It's only people who don't own a car and students. A student or people who goes to the high school. I yes. think you take your the best now. Maybe yes. So uh, here it's common uh, to um, 
to have your, your own car. So, and I have spoken with different American people and a lot of them uh, never took public transportation in the USA. And in France, for example, in primary school, uh, the children learn how to take the bus. Mm. So, and it, it's uh, very common to use the public transportation mm. in France. And however, in Santa Barbara, we are on the city bigger than Paris with a lot of different districts and we should be uh, better served, uh, very, very better. So, and for me, the negative sides of uh, Santa Barbara public transportation, sorry, are uh, the trips too long with the bus, uh -huh. uh, low frequencies, <laughs> yes. uh, few lines, mm -hmm. and uh, non-existence of uh, ancillary services, but uh, I'm going to talk about this uh, later. Mm -hmm. And for start, uh, I worked in France, it's one of the biggest free public transportation uh, network, uh, that of the city of Niort. So I don't know the numbers of Santa Barbara, but the public transportation is funded in two ways. One part by the sale of the customers uh -huh. uh, tickets and the other part with public money. And in Niort, when I worked in France, the, ticket, the tickets were only 10% of the total cost of the public transportation network. And uh, like in Santa Barbara, the buses were not full, mm. uh, even empty according to the daytime. <laughs> Sorry, and since uh, the buses are free, uh, buses are full, and now there are fewer cars in the city, very and the residents are very happy. Very so interesting. I think it's a good solution for Santa Barbara to to become the buses free. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. So bicycles. How much of your transportation is bicycles? Uh, in bicycle, the modal part of the bicycle, um, it's uh, more and more uh, better <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, the the friend the friends uh, built a lot of uh, bicycle way. So uh, mm -hmm. and we have a lot of free floating uh, bicycle and e scooters, and uh, you can just rent them. When I was in Paris, yes, they're, yes, they're you, very easy to rent. Yeah, it's very the same easy. with the cars. You can rent. You can easily yes, rent cars. you just too. have an app on your iPhone, and you mm -hmm. can um, flash the code with your iPhone, and it's very easy. And uh, I didn't found this in Santa Barbara. Uh, I I found this in Los Angeles uh, with a company like Limes or Uber Jump, but no in Santa Barbara. And uh, I think it, it will be good uh, the, because I um, I understand it's um, it's very expensive to add uh, more buses, but if you develop the this kind of uh, mobility solution, it's very good because you can uh, take the e-scooter the, or the bicycle all of the day on or all of the night. So mm -hmm. I think yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, and it embraces our disabled population and also our visually impaired population mm -hmm. to be able to have more access to bus and transportation. That would make, it makes a lot more sense. It's just, anytime you have to create a new system in Santa Barbara, we just have a process, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and, and what happens is then we get a new government and then the process, if it just doesn't get done, it's, uh, Santa Barbara just likes things the way it is. And I can't say to Sam now, uh, take the bus. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, take the bus. The, the, uh, the, other, the other thing um, is that my my music partner works for the the bus transportation, okay. um, 
And I I think that taking care of the bus drivers and the well-being, because he talked about the accident last week, too, and that that's really important because they work really, really long hours and they're sitting and yeah. there's and they're they're operating dangerous machinery. Right. So right. I hope that there are programs in place for um, the well-being of the drivers, too, yeah. you know, in terms of looking out for that. Yes, because, because it's not easy to drive a bus. In France, no. my student job was bus driver. Too. I have my bus driver license and uh, it's very complicated because you have a oh. big vehicle in the yeah. <laughs> and city yeah. with a <laughs> traffic jam. Right. And and I- in the USA, I think it's uh, easier than in France because in France, the streets are very, very little. <laughs> and uh, But uh, you have to be concentrate all of the day. You do. With, um, to buy a ticket, you to do. welcome welcoming the, the customers, yeah. and to assure the safety uh, inside the bus. Absolutely. And are there a lot of roundabouts in France? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of roundabouts at the intersections? You, you know what a roundabout circular, is? Circular. Ah, circular. Yeah. Circular. Ah, ah, yes, yeah, yes. Like yeah. Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. You, 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 I'm, not, I'm not good on those roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not good at it. Yes, I don't a, know when it's my lot. turn. <laughs> it's yeah. a specific yeah. cities of France. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of roundabouts. Right. That's fabulous. Well, Jeremy, we're going to we just give Jeremy a hand. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you for stopping so by today. We've got a lot more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. I've got to do my love shout-out to Carolyn Givens. I can't say enough about our CSA box. Dominique, this is when you, like, really do a good job selling it, okay? Because, you know, we get those extra strawberries, okay? <laughs> Blueberries right now. Melons. Uh, let's see. Spinach. Kale. Zucchini. Red peppers. Heirloom tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. I don't know what kind of cherry tomatoes they're growing, but they're like candy. They taste so good. We love, 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 love our organic fruits and vegetables that are getting delivered to our door. And it's easy to sign up. You just go on uh, Something's Good Organic and register and it's beautiful you could get eggs you could put extra and the boxes vary in price they have vegetable boxes they have uh fruit boxes combo boxes i think it costs us they come every other week it's like 50 bucks a month and it in the box is full so it's it's really good and we have chicken so nothing goes to waste okay ed langlow it's time for if only i'd known <clears throat> If only I'd known as a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, as well as those listening in on the radio. Today's topic is manifestation and the power of positive thinking. If only I'd known when I was young how my negative thoughts were affecting my life. There are several ways to define manifestation and positive thinking. What manifestation can mean to you, I feel, is best explained by talking about a word that means just the opposite. The word is latent. Latent means something that exists. It's just hidden or concealed. Like latent heat, for example, is heat energy that can't be felt or measured with a thermometer, but it's there. It's just hidden. It needs to go through some changes to become sensible heat energy. If there's something that you want to be or accomplish, just know that that person or achievement is in you. It's just latent, like the heat energy. 
They just need to go through some changes to become manifest for everyone to see. Now, the power of positive thinking is one of the tools to accomplish that. I'm going to share a personal experience with you. It happened several years ago when I was lifting weights in my garage. I was alone, and earlier that day I'd gotten a utility bill that was ridiculously high. It seemed I had to either confront the utility company or just pay the bill, and I dreaded either one. Now, I knew I could press the weight that I had on the rack 12 times. I did it every other day. But that night, after four reps, I thought about that bill. With no one there to help me, I struggled to get that barbell back up on the rack. I sat up on the bench and thought, what the heck was that? A negative thought had just zapped my physical strength in a very decided way. Sometimes you have to experience the opposite of something to understand it. The power of positive thinking, I was now a believer. Just remember this old saying, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. An auto mechanic said that. This mechanic believed he could build cars that the middle class could afford. In those days, cars were custom built one at a time. With some thought, he devised a different way to put the cars together and bring the cost down. It was called an assembly line. By 1921, he had sold five million of his cars. That mechanic's name was Henry Ford. Henry Ford believed he could, and he did. If you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to have faith in you? Promise you this, if you just believe in yourself, other people will start to share that belief. And if you replace any negative thoughts with positive ones, you will be far more successful in this life. So make I Can Do This your daily mantra. Listen in next week when we'll talk about a movie. It's called Back to the Future. <laughs> nice. You know, Ford is set so many great examples for us. I remember learning about him that uh, when he was trying to engineer the uh, the engine, the combustible engine, yeah. um, he tried so many times, and every time it didn't work, he just said, wow, I found another way that it didn't work, and he just kept working on it. Another way not to build an internal uh, exactly. combustion engine. Exactly, and yeah. it's just information. Exactly. And that's, that's it the didn't thing defeat is, him. Right, and that's, that's the thing is not taking it personally, right? That's really powerful. Is this how you're going to go right? Yeah. You got it, girl! <laughs> saying okay. about that because yeah. that's an experience this is Emily from Song of Sears coaching and we've been talking about creativity in my segments and um, like like Ed was talking about there is this creativity inside of all of us we have creative dreams we have the potential to manifest those but we have to go on this adventure we have to nurture this part of ourselves to grow and we need to be willing to face the shadows that critic part of us that emerges as we deepen with our creativity. It's kind of like when a sculpture works with a block. At first, you don't know what the heck's there, nope. and you start chipping away. And so sometimes that's the shadow that's chipping away to reveal the real image. That is fabulous. Wow. Write <laughs> <laughs> that down. That was just deep. <laughs> so, and I have, um, Brene Brown has a great quote. She's, she's an expert on shame, and she says that shame is the most powerful master emotion. It's the fear that we're not good enough, right? How many of us have uh, felt that we're or not good the enough? fear that you're going to fail. The fear 
fear that you're going to fail. I remember I ran cross country uh, in high school and I also ran track. And every time I ran cross country, I really wanted to do well. And I always ended up in the same spot. I was seventh man on the team. Like I, I made it on varsity, but I was always a seventh man. But I was always, if I didn't run a good race, I always felt that I was bad, right? There was something wrong with me. And so um, it's really important, like we were talking about, to recognize that this is just information and it doesn't change the essence of who you are. And I had a great example of that this week. I did a talk uh, for the Santa Barbara Parkinson's Association and I had an opportunity to do my very first PowerPoint presentation. I worked so hard. I really wanted to do a super job and the darn thing didn't work, right? Tell you how many times that happened. (laughs) You are not alone. (laughs) And uh, so I, I had an opportunity. I was up there for an hour in front of these people that I really wanted to make a connection with. I had all these great things to show about how thought and how music actually you can measure that and you can see in the water crystals of your DNA that it makes these beautiful mandalas when you have positive thoughts and you listen to positive music. None of it. I had to act out the whole thing, right? I brought the ukulele. There was a piano in the house, yeah. right? I had to bring out my full essence and at the end, I remember this so many times getting up and performing and feeling this critic come at whether it's performing on the the track or performing at, with music that this critic would come up and say, you know, you're not good enough. All those voices we were talking about, but there was another voice that came through. It was the voice that you were talking about, right? I can do this. I'm I here to make, this. yeah. has to be your mantra. That's right. You are your worst critic. That's right. And that's the thing that makes so many people afraid to get up and sing in front of a group. Oh, yeah. They get so nervous. The classes that I've taken, everybody, no matter how much experience, they get nervous and the answer is you are your own worst critic your fear of failure is what's making you nervous nobody in this room is going to condemn you nobody in this room is going to shoot you it's your own inner voice that's right that's right. And so uh, so I have a couple tips, three quick tips of dealing with that creativity critic and the shame. So the part of us that feels shame is that, that wounded child. So like a loving mother would do, we need to assure that child that our creative choices do not take away from the loving essence that we are. Create an affirmation of your worth, which Ed helped us with, right? Mine is my essence is love. So no matter what my choices are on the outside, that never changes. Second, shame comes from secrecy. It's a suffering in silence share with a confidant how you're feeling you know you didn't do great in a you missed the ball you struck out whatever it is share with somebody hey that didn't feel so good so that they can affirm you right and number three acknowledge and give space for those feelings to emerge get your guitar out get your ukulele out sing express yourself and um and get those feelings out because it's important to acknowledge that so Take those bones out of the closet. Take the bones oh, out of the closet. <laughs> and make music with them. That's right. Oh, and yes. speak. Yeah. Hit, hit, hit <laughs> something with it. No, no, just so, and, uh, <laughs> that's not, that's, that, that was a Halloween joke. Um, bones, you know, hitting. No, no, bad, bad, bad thing. Yeah, so, um, st- so stay tuned next week when we explore how to heal the daddy blues. Woo! All right, take a little break. We'll be back with more after these messages. Assault of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Okay, it's official, man. I've been kombuched. Because <laughs> if, yeah. 
<laughs> if you've never had some of this stuff, this ginger lemonade. <laughs> So What's the alcohol content? I don't from you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll drink the rest of it. I don't want to go. Bought some kombucha I, and didn't realize it had alcohol. I don't know. This is bad. I'm not driving home, that's for yeah. sure. Um, you know what I want to do? Just We only have like a couple of minutes left, but uh, we got two minutes left. Thank you, Dr. T. Um, and we'll touch on it more next week, but this HR5 seems to be like festering. So and everybody asked me, since I coached for 27 years and I got a lot of athletes in the house right now, um, and I really soul search and like how how am I going to be able to react to this? So this is how I'm going to go. I'm going to first say, of all, HR five is regarding transgenders in sports, which is okay in California. Okay, so we we talked about it a little bit. We touched on it. Oh, actually, right. two we, years ago we are we inclusive. We celebrate the fact right. that we are an inclusive right. community and society, and that um, the rules are in high school, whatever gender you feel most aligned with, that's the team that you get to play on. Exactly. So all I'm saying is that we go through physiology, look at all the journals and the studies that I've just done, and I'm not going to go through the whole list of the percentages of the strength between a male and the female. I'm just going to take an easy Switzerland road. My point is, is if you're going to let a biological male play girl sports then just call it what it is it's co-ed done also i feel like it's just not fair that'd just be like me saying that i feel like i i feel like a girl now i, I take just, you just me i going, take you on me my going basketball to play, team me going now, to play girls softball sammy okay i want to be your coach okay all right well, i'm just saying so go I ahead i i agree i think there there is a place for everybody, but I'm not sure if it, that aligning different than what you are biologically is the right way to go. And I I don't know if it went the other way, um, a female to male. We wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't, but but we might be because they're they're take if they're doing testosterone stuff like that and the steroids would they be banned? Right. Let's let's pick this up again next week. All right, Santa Barbara. Let's make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week.